Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for April 3rd, 2020. I'm teaching a series entitled Reasons Why Not to Fear. This is the last message of the fourth week, part 20. Reason number 20, why you should not be afraid. Here it is. Our hope is in God. As a born-again believer, as a blood-bought believer, you are covered by the blood of Jesus. You are filled with the Holy Spirit. You are called according to God's specific, tailor-made plan and purpose for your life. You are following a God of hope. And if he is your hope and your hope is in God, you will never give up and you can close the door to fear and fear has no power over you. Romans chapter 15 and verse 13 is what we will look at today. The apostle Paul said this in Romans 15 and 13. He said, now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that you would abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Man, this is a verse that God used for me uh, back in 2008. My wife and I, we stood on this verse. This was a, a, some, a, a something was going on in our lives that I'm not going to get into right now, but I'm just saying we stood on Romans 15 and 13. We spoke it out loud every day of, of 2008, and it was a tremendous blessing. Let me read it for you again. Now, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that you would abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So what does this mean to you today on this Friday morning as we seek to close out the week strong and head into the weekend strong? I have four things to share with you on this Friday morning. Let's get into these four things. Open up your heart to receive what God is saying. Four things. Number one, here we go. Frustration is the enemy of hope. Let's talk about frustration for a minute. The definition of frustration is a feeling of dissatisfaction often accompanied by anxiety or depression resulting from unfulfilled needs or unresolved problems. Now that definition says it all. In the body of Christ, I often do run into people who feel like this, who are frustrated. And and it was like that before COVID-19, right? So I'm saying even before a global pandemic, even before coronavirus, there were people who were just dissatisfied. They were dissatisfied with the church, dissatisfied with their God, dissatisfied with their lives in general. They were just dissatisfied and frustrated. And then when you add COVID-19 and a global pandemic on top of it, it's not hard to see why right now there are Christians that that are battling thoughts of dissatisfaction and worry and fear and even depression. So what happened to them? I mean, as a believer, what happened? Where some way, somehow, along the way, they lost their hope. They gave up on their situation. They gave up on their, their belief. They, they, dismiss their expectation. And Paul warned us not to be ignorant of the devil's devices. This is 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and 11. And one of the greatest schemes, one of the greatest devices, one of the greatest methods that the enemy uses against us is that he puts a thought in your mind. And the thought is, it won't happen. Whatever the it is, whatever you're believing God for, maybe it's the business and you're believing that it will succeed. He'll say, no, nope, it's going to fail, especially now with COVID-19. Or maybe it was uh, uh, you're believing God for your children. They say, nope, it, it's going to fail. They're not going to come back. They're, they're not. They're going to be wayward 
and they'll stay wayward. And these are thoughts from the enemy. And he puts these thoughts in your mind and he will tell you that whatever you believe in God for is not going to happen. And right now, especially in the middle of COVID-19 and in the middle of businesses being closed and, and people are filing for unemployment, the devil is busy trying to tell people to stop believing. Like it's not going to happen. Like you could just give up this God. This God thing is not going to work out for you. But I'm telling you that you can never give up as a born again believer, as a blood-bought believer, as a spirit-filled believer, you can never lose hope. You can never stop believing. You have to deal with frustration because frustration is the enemy of hope. You have to fix your mind on God and know that, listen, the same God who saw you through everything else will see you through this season as well. Number two, hope is required for faith. Hope is required to live the life of faith. Let me talk about hope. Hope, the definition of hope is the feeling that what is wanted can be had, or that the events will turn out for your good, or for the best, or looking forward. Actually, one translation says, or one expect, uh, definition says, looking forward with an outstretched neck, looking forward with desire, with reasonable confidence to believe, to desire, to trust, to feel that something desired is going to happen. Hope is powerful. Hope is necessary. Hope is required. Now, you may be saying, well, hold on, Brother Pena. I thought that we're supposed to live by faith, not hope. I got you. It's true, but you need both because, let me say it this way. If you don't have both, you're never going to get to faith. Faith adds substance to what we're hoping for. That's what Hebrews 11 and, and 1 says. Faith puts the meat on the bones to hope. But if you don't have hope, you've already forfeited your opportunity to exercise faith because you have given up on God. And I like the fact that in Romans 15 and 13, the apostle Paul calls our God the God of hope. He is the God of hope. He's a God that wants you to believe. He's a God that wants you to expect that he is going to do everything he said he would do in your life. He wants you to look forward to every day. He wants you to get up in the morning excited about every day that he gives you with. He wants you to have a divine desire. He wants you to have holy confidence. He wants you to dream God-sized dreams and believe him to bring those dreams to pass. No matter what is going on in this world, you can never lose hope as a believer. Why? Because number three, our God, the text says, is the God of hope. Our God is the God of hope. Let me read that for you again. It, uh, in Romans 15 and 13, the Bible says, now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing so that you would abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Right now, while you're listening to me, my prayer is that the God of hope will fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that you would abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. In this moment, I'm praying for you 
uh, to open up your heart to God's hope. And if you do, as you do that, God can resurrect dead dreams. He can, he can bring back aborted ideas. He can help you to, to resurrect prematurely terminated plans. Listen, right now, God can rekindle your hope. He can give you the, your passion back, your hope back, your, your fire back. Even if you casted those things away, even if you relaxed the grip that you had on your hope, even if you gave up on some things, even if you're saying, well, maybe I'm too old now and what God promised is not going to come to pass. Or maybe you're saying, well, in the middle of coronavirus, now I'm never going to recover. No, God is saying you can recover. You shall recover. You will recover all. This is not the end of you. God wants you to get your hope back. And then for you to live your life with the stability that comes from God's peace. I'm talking about joy and peace in believing. I'm talking about the excitement that comes from joy and the stability that comes from peace. You can have both. You know why? Because our God, the text says, is the God of hope. And number four, and finally, as we close, number four, as we close, our hope is in God and not in man. Listen, as much as I appreciate men, our hope has to be in God and not in men. Right now, people are glued to the television 24-7, and all they hear is coronavirus, coronavirus, COVID-19 reports. They're looking at all of this stuff. The, The leaders of World Health Organization's a front and center almost on every channel. You have people that are that are working against this thing and they're working 20 hours a day. I just saw that Dr. Anthony Fauci, who's who's the leader for us in the United States against this thing. Uh, his wife said he's working 20 hour days. She has to remind him to get some sleep. She has to remind him to eat. And I appreciate Dr. Anthony Fauci. I appreciate all the medical professionals that are working on a vaccine. I, I appreciate the fact that they're very smart and they're going after method after method after method in the lab. I appreciate all the nurses and doctors. My wife is a healthcare professional. I appreciate everything that they're doing and they're working around the clock and they're working 20 hours a day. And while while we should pray for them and we should pray that God will give them strength, God will give them wisdom, God will give them insight, God will give them grace in this season. We pray for all of those things. Still, our hope cannot be in them. Our hope must be in God. As much as we appreciate men, men it's just incomparable. Our hope has to be in God and not in man. Since my hope and my confidence is in God and not in man, my hope will never be disappointed. Since my hope is in God and not in man, I have a hope that will never dissipate. It will never run out. It will never burn out. I'm talking about an eternal hope. I'm talking about a supernatural hope. You know why? Because my hope is in God. Let me read this verse for you one last time as we close. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. May you abound in hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. A few quick nuggets from this uh, verse. Our God is the God of hope and he can fill you with joy and peace in this season. If he fills you with joy, if he fills you with peace, you can abound in hope, not just a natural hope, a supernatural hope. You can abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And the reason why God gives us joy and peace, the reason why God wants us to abound in hope, the text says, so that we can continue to believe him. It is joy and peace in believing. What, no matter what's going on in the world, we will never stop believing. So look at me. Your God is the God of hope. Never get to the point where you feel hopeless. You are never hopeless because you are never helpless. God is with you. He is on you and in you. 
and with you and for you. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, I keep my hope alive this morning by keeping my hope in you. You are my God and you are the God of hope. You fill me with joy and peace. You cause me to abound in hope. You enable me to get past my past failures and even current frustrations in order to dream and believe again. You resurrect my dead dreams. You lead me, Father, to bring back aborted ideas and prematurely terminated plans to the surface of my mind and my heart. And as my hope is established in you, you enable me to use the stumbling blocks of my past as stepping stones towards my future. I break the back of frustration and I look forward ever with joy and peace in believing. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and sign up. There's a big red subscribe button. Click on it. Put in your email address there. You'll get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. If you haven't signed up for our YouTube channel, go to youtube.com forward slash Rick Pena and click on the subscribe button. Click on the like button. Listen, I want to hear from you. Share, share some things with me in the comment section. I want to hear how this message, how this series is being a blessing to you. Head into this day, head into this weekend, abounding in hope with joy and peace in believing. And then do me a favor, share this right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I love you. God loves you more. I'll see you on Monday. God bless you.